Hello there. This is Chris from the future, speaking of the past, in your past, basically. We recorded this episode of Big Damn Cast a few weeks ago as a backup episode for the start of my pantomime rehearsal schedule, meaning that there would always be a Big Damn Cast coming out, even though I wasn't available. It's going fine. Thanks for asking. (laughs) I'd hope. The reason I'm introing this episode of Big Damn Cast is because in it we spoke at length at one point about the late great Stan Lee. Now, this was recorded before Stan unfortunately passed away, and by wicked cosmic coincidence of things being shitty like that, we make reference to hoping that he does not befall some form of uh, fate or illness whilst the break between the recording of the episode and the release of the episode takes place. Of course, we unfortunately lost Stan the other week, and we eulogise him in the last episode of Big Dumb Cast, episode 125, but I just wanted to give you a heads up for this week in case you're a bit confused as to why we're referring to that and some other events as though they hadn't happened when they have happened since. So sit back, relax, do whatever it is you do when you're listening to our nonsense, and enjoy. Where's the play on this thing? Ah, there it is. But it's alright, because by that point he's in a chopper, and he's saved! He's got to the chopper! Da-da-da-da-da-dun! <laughs> Get to the choppers. <laughs> Chris, you remember, what, you remember what a great franchise revival The Predator was? No. <laughs> No, I don't. No. Is that because it was not very good at all? It was pretty dreadful. It was mm. pretty... The rebooting Shrek, though. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> That's the thing that's happening. Oh, it's never oh. going to happen. Yeah. Movie execs like, bounce around ideas all the time. We know that because we've read Amy Pascal's emails. Especially we probably shouldn't have, in... morally, but we did. Well, especially in the internet age, they, they put stuff out just to see what the reaction is. Oh, yeah. And then they make decisions. But if you're Rockstar, you also sue the company that leaks it. Oh, God, did that happen Did you again? see that? Is it, was it Red Dead related? Yeah. Who was, was it? Who was it? Kotaku? It was or? TrustedReviews.com. Okay. They le- Back in February, they leaked um, some info from a document that they came into possession of from Rockstar with what turned out to be accurate information about Red Dead Redemption 2. Right. Rockstar sued them, settled for over a million pounds, which then they donated to charity. Right. And they made Trusted Reviews publish a, um, an a apology. A rebuttal and an apology, yeah. But they basically sued a news site for doing their job. Wow. I'll be honest, ever since the whole brag about like a hundred, a hundred hours a week thing and all that, I've been hesitant to buy. Red Dead Two, or, or, really at least, or at least, or at least, toy the notion of buying it, and stuff like this makes me reluctant to support Rockstar at all going forward. Hi, hi, by the way, I'm 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 Matthew P. Watson, and I'm Christopher 
Can you feel the love tonight? Question mark. Johnson. Not tonight. I've taken a lot of painkillers. Um, Doesn't we mean saying? I won't jerk it, though. Welcome. Yes, this is us talking about Red Dead Redemption 2 and how we're not going to play it. For a now. game that's been out for nah, weeks. Um, you're listening to Big Damn Cast. <laughs> in the future. But we're recording this. In the past! Did you have to go off and do Panto again, didn't you, Chris? I did! I did, but hey. Fucking It hell. pays some bills around <laughs> New Year. So. It pays a bill. Yeah, that's, money exchanges hands of an amount that helps a bit. Does your Spotlight <laughs> membership come up for renewal yet? Uh, it comes up in June, I think. Oh, mine comes up at the end of this month. I kind of don't want to renew it, but it's really annoying because. Some of the places that I've been like trying to apply to recently, yeah, are going back to that thing I thought was dead, which is send us your spotlight link, and that's Good. it. It's Good. like, oh wow, okay, Good. wow, um, great really st- Jolly Rancher. Mm. That's really stupid, though. It's like it's like it's it's the, it's the retail problem when people are looking for a job in retail and they say we're looking for two, you need to have at least two years minimum experience. Like, well, can you give me a job first so I can get them? <laughs> like for a while, a few years ago, that was that was it. That was the thing. When it? it was like you need two years minimum experience to but work. But no here. one had any experience. But no one can get a fucking job. Exactly. It was yeah. so it was so dumb. Um, but yeah, why are you thinking of not renewing? No, I just it just occurred to me when we were talking about paying bills. Oh, of course. Was it now? One hundred and twenty-seven, something. One hundred fifty, something now. Mm-hmm. Christ, my dad, bless him. I uh, spoke to him about it recently, and he offered to pay for the next one because I said I probably won't buy it I probably won't get it again and he went well I'll pay it and I was like no you don't have to and he went no, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather I'd rather do that if it will help you with stuff and I was like it's more the it's more the morality of the fact places are just asking for that as a qualification for an application yeah like it's not the paying of it like I I could I could make sure that I can afford it when the time comes but I'd rather not pay it if it's just to get me. It, it's the same as uh, it's the same as a degree in a sense. Um, when people wave the degree around but haven't actually learnt anything, mm. you know what I mean? Like, or when people say, "Oh, you can only apply for this if you have a degree in it." It's like well, there might be someone who's self-taught, who's already got a business or has the experience. Yeah, yeah, it's like it just it's yeah. God, that got somber, didn't it? It did. You know what? Let's spark things up, Matt of the Past. Oh, no. For those listening in the future, this is episode, insert number, later. Because, uh, yeah, we, uh, if you want some time travel context, we've just recorded episode 124. It's probably be episode 126? Possibly, maybe later. It depends on what my first week of rehearsals is like. Oh, okay. If, 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 if my first week of rehearsals is loosey-goosey enough that we can Skype over an evening. Mm. Um then yeah but tradition dictates last couple of years we've sort of recorded the first one or two episodes of my panto rehearsal period so i can focus on the rehearsals but i've had a bit more of a behind the scenes stint with this one so i'm a bit more prepared for the the scripty side of things Are um you? no <laughs> <laughs> but you know we'll see so this could be oh, speaking of but the producer's trying to call me right now um <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll have to let her know I'm in the podcast. So inconsiderate. Yeah, but in the meantime... Meantime. We thought, let's in the around. Uh, I'm just going to reply, you set up the premise, sir, of this bit of unplanned shite. <laughs> Long-time listeners may be familiar with Chrissy's go-to um, time travel gimmick. 
The Total Film presents the ultimate comic book quiz book from Future Publishing. Ironically, released in the past. Mm. Shortly after the trailer for Guardians Volume 2, judging by the image on the back, of Rocket with Gruit. Yep, there's a Rocket and Baby Groot on the back. Rokoyet Rakuoyen with his old pal Gruoyet. The front the front cover features um, the Spider-Man. Not the Spider-Man, which one? The though? Ben Affleck, uh, that's a Raimi Spider-Man? That is a Raimi Spider-Man, yeah. Um, the Ben Affleck Batman. Ah, Batman. The Star-Lord. The Wonder Woman. <laughs> the Captain America. <laughs> and the Logan... Or is it the Wolverine? I'm not sure which. That's from the Wolverine? There's also the Creeping Kid. <laughs> from my movie. The, the Creeping, Creeping Kid. kid. I, I think that's shots from X-Men Origins, actually. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, they've got to use the footage somehow. Um, and we've got to use this airspace somehow. So what we thought was, because we're recording a, a backup episode, dear listener, we'd go back to one of our favourite challenges. Which is randomly flicking through this bloody book. <laughs> I was drinking coffee and eating muffins and Jolly Ranchers. Have I got news a for quiz you? Quiz for you. Have you? That is the question. So play along at home. This is how it works. Matt, I'll read a question. You'll give me a little period to answer, and then, dear listener, you can answer too. In fact, yell out your answers wherever you are, and we will. Relish in the fact that you've just randomly yelled out answers to people who aren't in the room with you. I've got one for you, Chris. Have you, boyo? Yeah, I'm going to hit you with this one. Are we going to go with increasing difficulty this time? Nope, I'm going to drop you right in at the deep end. Oh? With Spider-Man. Hard. Oh. Thought you might like it. Oh. Oh! Oh, yeah! Oh! I thought we were in a Michael Jackson extended music video. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, a little bit of Spider-Man context. As of right now, I've just finally finished the Dan Slot run of Amazing Spider-Man. Yes. I've caught up on it. Loved Go Down Swinging. And I especially loved issue 801, which was his last one. Um, which puts things out of whack when they renumber them. <laughs> but um, that was really good. Okay. It's a really personal, short, small story about an individual who encounters Spider-Man like early in Spider-Man's career. And then what's changed in his life between then and when he bumps into him again like seven years later. It's really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. And I've been revisiting the JMS Spidey. Which is a lot of fun. Ezekiel's still creeping. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've just uh, read Happy, I think Happy Birthday's the one I've just read. That's the one with um, Dormammu, isn't it? Um, where the whole where the whole of Times Square gets screwed over. I don't know if it's Dormammu, but it's certainly Doctor Strange related. Yeah, Dorm- Dormammu's the end game. He's what's coming out of it all. Oh, okay, because um, the mindless ones are all over Times Square, and and um, like Reed Richards deals with it, but the energy mm. they use screws it up. So Strange wazzes back in time with Spidey, and they end up trying to prevent it. Mm. And Spidey has to relive like all of his hardest moments and biggest battles and stuff. So good. So good. And it's called Happy Birthday because of course. Issue five hundred. What's the name of the what's the name of the um Digger? The uh, the undead guy, Gamma Corpse, that's made out of oh, like, yeah. thirty the... mobsters yeah, yeah. who were killed in a hit. That's um, from unintended consequences. Oh, I've got a phone call, one sec. Is it the corpse of the mobsters? No. <laughs> Is it the mobsters dreams? 
But yeah. That's really good. There's so many Spidey villains who appear for like a story or an arc under a certain writer and then vanish. But who are really interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Menace? Yeah, the uh, well, Menace the Grey sort of Goblin. Menace comes back, actually, though, don't they? Menace mm. comes back into it a bit during the Goblin Nation stuff. Um, But then there's Paper Doll. Mm-hmm. She's pretty creepy. A lot of these are from the sort of big-time era, aren't they? Uh, just pre-that, this is the Brain Trust era. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, what's his name? Brand New Day, is, New Ways to Die. What's his name? Stuff. The one who's like a court Freak. Yeah. He's just sort of constantly regenerating. The idea is every time he's defeated, his body evolves in a way to counteract the next attack mm-hmm. but he just sort of looks like a fleshy creature <laughs> and I think at one point he gets like wings or something doesn't he, he gets like he, the body starts to evolve a bit further a little maybe and he got that um, new vulture as well yeah oh that was creepy because Adrian Toomes gets recontextualised as the head of a weird little crime family mm-hmm. using uh, like brainwashed children as, uh, as as his sort of soldiers and it's... the new vulture like vomits acid and and has the mandibles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mandible under his mask. <gasps> that reveal's so cool when you first see Because yeah. he's just a new vulture in a black costume. He's a younger guy. He's got, like, a cloth no, over his face. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Hmm. What was I thinking black? I can't Vul- remember. Vul- when Adrian Vul- when Suits come back, he's wearing black. Oh, that's why. Oh, oh yeah. And his, his new costume for a bit, Marvel Knights era, was, like, a black one with red outlining, wasn't it? Hmm. When he was funded by Osborne for a bit. But, yeah, no, so like, guys in red, and the mask, like, the the, co- the collar of the costume, like, covers the front of his mouth like a mask. Yeah. And when it's first ripped down, and you're just like, dude's got a predator mouth! Yeah. It's just so creepy. It's like, what is this? Do we ever find out officially what he was? No. It's one of those sort Maybe. of, like, it sort of suggests, isn't it? It's part of a thing, and and ah, it's so. I've not weird. read that era of Spider-Man for a while. Um, because that was around the time of um Gauntlet and stuff as well, wasn't it? With that guy. I think it might have been the f- first part of Gauntlet. Because yeah, the Vulture in Gauntlet isn't. Too oh, was it Spider-Man twenty-four-seven around that time? Around then, yeah. Basically, the Spidey brain trust into the downslot era, mm-hmm. which is really cool. <laughs> Is 24-7 the one where he vanishes with the FF? Like, they go on an adventure and they come back and it's been that's like six during months. That, it's during that trade, yeah, but it's not. That's, that's yeah. so good. Yeah. That's such a great Parker story device. Like, the Parker look in full effect. Mm-hmm. He disappears for, like, six months. Mm-hmm. And for him, it's been a day. It's like, that's so, like... I mean, how the hell do you come back from that? And he gets so out good. and... Jameson's the mayor. Yes! <gasps> that's when they make the shift, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. That's really, you know, the recent developments with Jameson have happened in Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man. So I'm having yes. to I'm having to now buy that to understand it because that relationship change is in the last two volumes of Amazing. But there's no... Uh. there's no For the more information, check out the editor's note. There's none of that. So I found out about it by reading an article by accident just before reading that. I'm so glad I did. So because of that, volume one and two of, of uh, Spectacular are now in my Amazon... Um, basket they're quite good i like chip zadowski's writing because mm. that's stuff. an ongoing narrative as well isn't it it's, it's, yeah. it's back to the traditional thing of one amazing a month and spectacular's one a month mm-hmm. as well and, and they're both a different story um operating within the same continuity but at different times which i'm up for i'm always game for that problem is putting them on the shelf you have to get to the point where you're like how do i do this do i just clump all that together and all that together or do I put maybe like one volume of that, one volume of that, one volume of that, one volume of that, one volume Because I had to do that with Star Wars for a bit. In fact, I have, look. Yeah, it's like Star Wars, Vader, Star Wars, Vader, Star yeah. Wars, Vader down. And then, because they sort of run concurrently with each other. Not an issue anymore, I don't think. No. And they've separated out nicely. Although. It looks nice a... on the shelf. It's like blue, red, blue, red, blue, red. Vader down. <laughs> there was a Star Wars Dr. Afro crossover, actually. 
Oh, so I'll have to Vader down, though. Yeah, I'll yeah. have to worry about that shit. No, <laughs> no. Um, right. This oh. is, I've also got Shattered Empire, which I thought was fine. Yeah, it's not it's, it's not what it... It's called Journey to the Force Awakens. It's sub, subtitled Journey to the Force Awakens. Mm. Through the books and stuff at that time. I there's that not one, much journey in no. to the Force well, Awakens. Well, Poe Dameron's parents meet and fuck. That's pretty much the only thing that's attached to the Force Awakens in it. Fair enough. How old's Poe Dameron then? Around thirty. Fair enough. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> oh yeah, Hard. that guy. <laughs> Question one. <laughs> hey guys, how's your filler episode going? Well, well. <laughs> Which 2007 comedy features James Franco? As himself, discussing Spider-Man. 2007 comedy, mm-hmm. James Franco as himself, so it's a cameo. Is it? I'm pretty sure, because the only film I can think of where he plays himself is This Is The End, which is like 2012, something like that, maybe later. Is it? Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, Frat pack kind of stuff, maybe an Apatow movie. Is it? No, probably not. <laughs> um, oh, 2007. I'm going to go completely out on the limb. Is it super bad? A film I'm not familiar with? No, it is right. not super bad. Okay. Um, Are you taking a pass on that? Uh yes. Wow. That's not a Spider-Man question. The answer is But I'll accept it. And you're gonna kick yourself. Go on. Knocked up. An Apatel. Uh... Yes. Frat pack. Knocked up from 2007. Yes. Seriously? Yes. That feels like a sort of 2010, 2011 kind of That movie is eleven years old. Jesus Christ. That movie's about to start high school. Oh my god. Question two. By what name is Alexei Sistovich better known? Sitsevich. The Alexei Rhino. Sitsevich. Or if we're talking about the one film depiction of Alexei Sitsevich. Yeah! The Rhino! <laughs> oh, bless you. Bless um, you, Paul. You, you did the thing that a couple of others have done before you, and you're the only one who's actually done it yet, as far as I can recall. He's the only one who's like, I'd love to play that part in a film. And then they approached him and gave it to him, and it happened. <laughs> Albeit probably not the way he was expecting, and not hey. a good movie, because it happened Channing Tatum. Still waiting for that Gambit film. <laughs> He's going to be kept waiting even longer. Sorry, he's keeping himself busy with small foot. Um, question three. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man. Zendaya is who? Sorry, Michi? <laughs> it's not a good film. Um, <laughs> number three. Amazing Spider-Man director Mark Webb's latest film at the time of the publication of this book. Which is 2017? Um, yeah. Stars a core Avenger. Name the movie. That's tough as balls. If it can, helps, I, can I accept a, a Wibbler? If it helps, mm. I have never heard of this movie. If you name the movie, can I have a go at naming the Avenger? Does it say the Avenger in the answer? It doesn't. It doesn't? It doesn't. Well, how, how is that? That is a stupid trivia. I'm going to look it up. I'll tell you what, if you tell me the name of the movie, I'll see if I can guess the, event, the core Avenger who is in it. Why don't we do it the other way around? Okay, if you tell me the name of the core Avenger, I'll tell you the name of the movie. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, oh, wait hang it's... on hang on hang on hang on hang on this is a spider-man round 
Yes. Okay. All right. But this is Mark Webb's next That's the movie connection. Okay. After Amazing uh, Spider-Man uh, 2. Uh, because he still has a career. Um, hey, he wasn't the problem with those films. I will tell you several things about this movie. I will tell you... I'm trying to pop a balloon under the table, by the way. It's that... not popping. <laughs> it's the tiny light bulb one from episode 124. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, dear. I will tell you that uh, Jenny Slate is in it. And I don't know if she still is, but she was at the time dating the Avenger in question. Um, um, still. I will tell you... Clue. That Lindsay Duncan's in it. Uh, <laughs> and Octavia Spencer. Uh, is it... it is a one word title. Okay. Mark Webb film, one world title. One word title. One world title. One world title. And it's got an Avenger in it. One of the core of it. Some core Avenger, I'm guessing the original six. Yes. <sighs> Mark Webb films was it? A, is it a drama? Yes, romantic drama. Possibly, I have no idea. Okay, drama. One word. It might even be a comedy of sorts. The look up core Avenger. The core Avenger in question. Are they the main name, or are they one of the like two names? They are the big name in this in this movie. They are top billing. Oh snap! I might have this wrong. Is this the one where Chris Evans plays the single dad? It is. It is. Christ, what's the name? Can you name Oh the my movie? god, what is the name? Because I really wanted to see it and then I didn't and I was really annoyed. Um uh, I'm sexy single dad man. Or one word. <laughs> That's not a word. Yeah it is. That's several when words. Chris Evans is involved, it damn well is. <laughs> um Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but with a winky smiley at the end of the Mark title. Webb, oh, Mark Webb presents. That's going. Mm, Daddy. Yeah, it was Chris Evans. No, no, no. I bet he has a beard in it as well. Uh, America Daddy. Um, Amer- mm, America Daddy. America Daddy. <laughs> no, I'm going to put you out of our misery. It's gifted. Oh, like the Fox show. Yes. About mutants. Yes. Question four. Before Spider Man, Sam Raimi directed. Darkman. Yes. Which year was it released? She was it released. I want to say 94, but I think I'm a year or two off. 95. <laughs> oh, God. Is that your final answer? <laughs> Are you sure you want to go with that? 95, yes. 1995 for Darkman. It was 1990. For real? Yeah. I always thought it was post uh, Army of Darkness. Go back and look at that film <clears> and then tell me that movie did not come out in 1990. It's early Liam Neeson. It looks like an 80s movie. It's so. Liam Neeson, isn't it? Yeah. Darkman, yeah. And Francis McDormand. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm. Take the fucking elephant. Um, <laughs> oh, God. The, the, the freaking fairground. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Yep. Okay. Oh, um, I want to watch Darkman now. <laughs> I might not be getting any points, but I want to watch Darkman, so something's happened. Question five. If you don't get this, I'm going to stamp on your face. Oh, Um, daddy. (laughs) Merry daddy. (laughs) Ring announcer, snooty usher. What's third in the sequence? Uh, Maitre d', French maitre d'. Yes. (laughs) 
Of course. Back out. You're two for five. I'm very proud. Um, <laughs> question six. Thanks, Dad. Which... Daddy, thank you. <laughs> Which actor was reportedly in the running to replace Tobey Maguire when he suffered back injuries on Spider-Man the Second? He wasn't reportedly in the running. Kirsten Dunst pushed for the casting of this individual <laughs> because she didn't get on with Tobey Maguire during the making of the first one. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, who was also her boyfriend at this the time. is absolutely correct. Mm. Um, question seven. What mm. role does Dylan Baker play in Raimi's Spider trilogy? Uh, Professor Kurt Connors. Also known as... The lizard oh, who would yeah. have been the lizard in number four had the original version of number four. The man ahead. who would be lizarded. Uh, um, <laughs> question eight. The Billy D. Williams of the Raimi trilogy. He played the role because he knew he'd get to be the lizard eventually. When are we getting the Batman 89 comic? Never. Oh, oh no, no. I won uh, an artist this week, I can't remember who, was using the 89 toy Batwing as a drawing reference. Yeah, they said having to use this as a drawing reference today, exciting stuff ahead, and that was all they said. I can't remember who it was, but it, it, like I saw that and instantly it was like, <clears throat> wait. Now, it could be one of those Batcave bat splash pages that artists yeah. tend to do where they throw in Easter eggs for, the, for themselves. Or maybe it's the guy who's drawing the Walmart exclusive Batman for, with Brian Michael Bendis writing. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, Batman 89 turns um, 30 next year, doesn't it? So, Jesus. Sorry, let me just rephrase that. The best Batman movie turns 30 next year. Don't at me. I will fight you. He won't. He's very soft. I'm very soft. Uh, this one's I'm gonna, like a sponge. If you get this one, I'm going to be very impressed. I'm going to be so impressed. Oh. Because it, again, references something I've never heard of. Will I get the special paddle if I get this one right? Question eight. <gasps> On its UK theatrical release. Yeah. TV movie Spider-Man The Dragon's Challenge. <laughs> Yes. Was double billed. Yes. With which Arnold Schwarzenegger film? So, Dr- Spider Man The Dragon's Challenge. This is a 70s early, movie. Early, yeah. early, early. Early Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. But it's got to be an action flick, for a family friendly esque action I flick. I don't know anything about it's this. It's got to be I'm 70s. But then again, it's, it's UK broadcast, so it could have been broadcast it's later. It's UK theatrical release. Okay, double build. Of a TV movie, double build with an Arnold Schwarzenegger flick. Right. Oh my god. For those who haven't seen Spider-Man The Dragon's Challenge, it is awful. Um, Nicholas Hammond is in it as Spider-Man. The most mid-40s looking, early 20s Peter Parker you'll ever see. Oh, it's not known <clears throat> by this title in the US. What, is Spider-Man? No, the Arnold Schwarzenegger film in question oh, wow. is known by a different title on IMDb. Wow. So this is obscure Schwarzenegger then? Yeah. So it's not infamous early Schwarzenegger? Um, I mean, who else is it? Kirk Douglas is in this movie. And Margaret is in this movie. Jesus. I, you know what? I'm going to pass on this just so I can hear what it is because I'm fascinated. It is the 1979 comedy western What? Cactus Jack known on IMDb as the villain. And that is What? Arnold Schwarzenegger in his <gasps> role as Handsome Stranger. So it's not an Arnold Schwarzenegger film but he's in it. So it's, it's the Jack Nicholson Little Shop of Horrors thing of he's his the, name's attached to it whenever they sell it places now. 
but he's not like the big drawer of the film. I mean, he's third build in it. Oh, okay. So he's... all right, all right. He's third build on the poster as well. I wonder if that's retroactive though. No, this is the this is an OG poster. Oh God! Um, he's... <laughs> so Hercules in New York had been out. Yeah, at this point. he's billed just underneath Kirk Douglas and Anne Margaret. My God! Wow! Jesus Christ! I wonder then. Um, no, no one was going to see that for Schwarzenegger. No, so I wonder. It was a western. I wonder so nobody was going to go see it in nineteen seventy nine. I wonder if the UK release of Spider Man: The Dragon Challenge then wasn't out until like the eighties. And the only reason they double build it with a Schwar- uh, an early Schwarzenegger is so people will be well, like, oh, I like that guy. It couldn't be before 79. That's so weird. That's pre-Terminator Schwarzenegger in a cowboy hat. <clears throat> Question nine. Which borough of New York does Spider-Man hail from? Queens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, because I was, I mean, I already knew that, but it gave me my favourite vo- like feeling I've ever felt in a Spider-Man related movie ever. Which is in Civil War, seeing that the first time. And it's like, I think I know a guy. And that song just kicks in. And it's just <laughs> the block of flats and the word Queens just pops up on the screen. Queens. I was just like, it's my boy! <laughs> it was the greatest feeling ever. It was so um, good. Question God, 10. I love, that film. I love Civil War. It's so good. Question yeah. 10. Yes. What's the connection between Raimi's first Spider Man and Magic Mike? <laughs> Oh, um... It's a person. Casting? Yes. Hmm. Wow, okay. Uh... Is it a principal cast member of one of the movies? Yes. Both of the movies? No. They're a small part in Spider-Man, right? Small part in the movie... Big part of the mythology. Hmm. Hmm. Macho Man had passed away by the time of Magic Mike, right? No, 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 no. Magic Macho Man was around at the time of Magic Mike. Who what? Macho Man Randy Savage. Was he still oh, alive? No, no, sorry, no, 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 no. Macho Man I think had passed away by the time Magic Mike came out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Bonesaw is ready, but Macho Man Randy Savage. I'm not sure on that. When asked, have you passed away? He replied, ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Um, Massive love for him. He's very entertaining. Um, If it's Rosemary Harris, I'd be very surprised. It's not Rosemary Harris. It definitely wasn't Cliff Robertson. (laughs) He's so good. He's so good. good. So can we give? Can we? No, we can't now. I suppose because Marissa Tomei confuses that. I was going to say, could we give um, Martin uh, Sheen? Martin Sheen? Could we give him a a mulligan? Could we give him a do-over? Because he could have been a great Uncle Ben. He was he was lumbered with a shite script. But if if that was Uncle Ben to Marissa Tomei's Aunt May, I think we'd all be a little questioning it just a tiny bit. Um, Hmm. Hmm. Simmons in both of them? No. I'm really, I'm really stumped on this. It's going to be something that will surprise the heck it's out of me. It's someone it? who's not too long ago <laughs> been connected to another comic book role. Tatum. Which, at this point, doesn't look like he's going to be doing more of. Tatum. But has done some of. Oh, not Tatum. Uh, oh, snap. Oh. Oh, J.K. Simmons? No, we've done J.K. Simmons. Mm, mm, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, so there's a comic book role that they've done recently that they might do. Okay, so, hmm, okay. DC-related, perhaps. Yes. 
Ah, uh, it wouldn't be Affleck, would it? Um, it's not Affleck. Wouldn't be Cavill. It's not Cavill. Because he wasn't really on the scene at that point, was he? Uh, I think he was, but not in... Because he'd, he'd been seen... I think the Tudors, the Tudors was coming up soon, wasn't it? It, it was a... Ra- oh, yeah, yeah, because it was... Yeah, it, it was... Cause, oh, because yeah, it was relatively unknown around yeah. the time Superman Returns, but he was still auditioned because they were looking for unknowns yeah. for that one. Yeah. Uh, I'm, no, I'm stumped. Come on, I want to know what the connection is here. Key part of the mythology, the Spider-Man mythology. Yeah. Because I've listed, I've listed Bonesaw slash Crusher Hogan. Um, like, Uncle Ben. No, go on, hit me. Actor, Joe Manganiello. Right. He played Flash Thompson. Oh, shit, Joe Manganiello's Flash Thompson. And recently he was Deathstroke in the yep. Justice League post credit. Oh, my God. Yep. I'd totally forgotten he was Flash. I totally forgot Flash in that movie. Oh <laughs> so far, the only accurate depiction of him, oh. really. Then again, the one in Amazing wasn't bad, but he, he was more nasty. And I, I, I Flash like... needs to be a bit a bit goofy in that period. And I do like I like the re I like, I like the, the modern home Flash. Flash. Yeah, yeah. Like... Also, because it makes like sense, and in a tech school, it makes sense that he's more of a snob rather than yeah. a, a, a pantsing people. And bully. I just I like Tyrone Revelory. Yeah. Um, true or false? This question eleven, by the way. For those keeping count at home. <laughs> In the UK, yeah. 2002's Spider-Man was the first movie to be classified 12A. That's tough. I know I know 12A was created because of Spider-Man. Like, it was around that time. That was one of the factors that played into the creation of the 12A certificate. Was it? But I don't think it was the... F- First one, I'm sure there was. I'm gonna say false. I think there was at least one film prior to it that was released with that certificate. You would be correct in that it's false. It was originally released as a 12, mm. but was reclassified and re-released as a 12A. Yeah, because remember there was the debate on the home video market as to what the home video market yeah. would do in regards to 12, 12A, and they made the decision of no, we're going to keep UPG 12, 15, 18 for the home video market. Yeah. Um, and Spider-Man is one of the last DVDs because uh, it came out like December 2002 on DVD mm-hmm. to have the um, the old BBFC graphic style that was replaced uh, in 20, 2003. There's a, I want to dip the laptop down so it's there. Should we peer over? You see it's got the old knackered 12 that was on VHSs and stuff. And then in 2003 well, they went for the... Yeah. I'm impressed that Spider-Man 2 is PG. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the 2.1 cut I think so oh that's the original cut the 2.1 I think is a 12 because really? um, <laughs> yeah the 2.1 is a 12 because it includes slightly more sort of uh, insinuative graphic violence in the tentacle scene in the, the hospital in the hospital and, and with um, uh, what's the name is it Rosemary Octavius whatever when the, the shards are going towards yeah the, yeah the, the, the 2.1 has a few more things in it that imply greater violence though you don't see it but it's the implication Hi, this has been my random little deviation into threat. knowledge of BBFC graphics. Minor threat. Minor threat. Um, question 12. What are the names... <laughs> I just realised how freaking dorky all that of was. Peter Parker's parents. Oh, uh, Richard and Mary. Yes. Question 13. <laughs> Which was the first spider movie to be theatrically, theatrically released... Jesus, I can't talk. In 3D... Oh. 
That's tough because there's probably a catch to this. There's probably something really stupid like the Dragon Challenge got a 3D release or something. Don't uh, overthink it. Was, it. it was the Amazing Spider-Man in 2012. Yes, it was. Question <laughs> 14. <laughs> I think we talked about this recently as well. Oh. The UK release of The Amazing Spider-Man 2 featured a mid-credits tease for X-Men Days of Future Past. Yes. Which key <clears throat> character does it focus on? Uh, that's either Mystique or Havoc. I'm going to need one of those answers. Mystique. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's what the quiz book would go with. Yes. Even though Havoc's the character who we follow for most of that scene. Well. Mystique is the Jennifer Lawrence played character who appears at the end of it. So. Question 15. What's the name of Harry Osborn's supervillain alter ego in Spider-Man 3? New Goblin. Yes, and it's terrible. It's a stupid title. Question 16. What? To date... How many? All right. S- I thought you'd never ask. How many Spider-Man try on episodes? It's taking How many Spider-Man movies <laughs> has Elizabeth Banks appeared in? Oh, three. You are correct. Yes, I was trying to think that. I was like, does she make an appearance as a different character? No, she's Betty Brant in the Raimi trilogy. Mm-hmm. I'm Peter Parker. I'm a photographer. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those Ray movies are all right. Um, oh, God. Tom McGuire's performance, though, and the tone of those movies just works so well. Just remember, all that time he was playing illegal poker. Question 17. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that. Um, <laughs> question 17. Sally Field, Marissa Tomei, who's missing from this list? Rosemary Harris. She is. They're all... Amazed. Amazed. Um <laughs> Question 19. Question 18, sorry. In which of the movies does director John Landis make a guest appearance? And doesn't kill any children. What? Okay. <laughs> now. <laughs> that man did not kill any children. The unnecessary overshooting and yes. safety precautions that failed like crazy mean that he and several others are held responsible for the death of several children. And a stuntman. And a helicopter pilot. <laughs> okay. I do not want you to directly accuse the director of an American werewolf in London and the Blues Brothers as a child murderer. Listen. He's just a part of the people all, who are responsible for the death of someone. Legal, um, <laughs> all our legal bases are covered. All now, our... which, now, which Spider-Man movie does he appear in? <laughs> oh, God. I've got a feeling it's a Raimi movie and it's a visual cameo of some kind. But I could be wrong. If I say the if I say the era out of the three eras, will you let me know if I'm correct? I will. Raimi. You are correct. Okay, so John Landis. It's gonna be something like a crowd shot or something. No! He's one of the surgeons in Spider Man 2. Yes he is. One of the people he's, he's got a he's got a, a, a surgical mask on. He's one of the people who gets killed by the Doc Ock's tentacles when he wakes up. Yes, he is. Why the hell do I know that? Because that's really stupid. We're the worst. That's true. Um, question nineteen. Those tentacles were responsible for the death of a stuntman, helicopter pilot, and several children. <laughs> question nineteen. <laughs> Spider- I, I think he's the one who says, "Anyone here take shop class?" I think that's him. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, God, I love Spider-Man 2. It's the best Spider-Man movie. Don't at me. It's is true. that what you said before you shot that stunt? Question 19. <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> Actor Tony Revolore made his feature debut playing Zero in which 2014 comedy? Uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. Was that his debut film, honestly? Yes. He's amazing in that. He's very good in that. He and Ray Fiennes like work as one unit in that. Like so just the good. way they the way their presence works with each other is so gorgeous to watch. And then Shirley Ronan comes in. Yeah, oh she's wonderful. Everyone's great in that. Random Bill Murray because of course. Um everyone. Is Defoe in that? Yes. Yeah. He's the he's the the uh, hitman. Assassin from Hitman, yeah. Who kills <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Is he, is he the one Brody's throws... in that as well, isn't he? Yeah. I can't remember if it's Adrian Brody or Willem Dafoe who throws Jeff Goldman's cow window. <laughs> it's one of them. But it's one of I remember them. Dafoe loses some fingers. No, um... Or is it uh, Goldman? Goldman loses, loses fingers. fingers. Um, <laughs> question 20. True or false? Willem Dafoe reprises his role as Norman Osborn in both Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3. Oh, why is that hard to? Why is that difficult to answer? Because they all merge into a big sort of gelatinous mass. Um, yeah, no, he does. He does. He appears in both of them. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he does. Congratulations! What did you get? Orange um, me. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, yes, because yes, because that's the bit in number yes, two where yes. Harry shatters the mirror and then he mm. sees the the lair in in the corridor and that, that's the that's the that's the hangover the teaser for Spider Man three. Don't tell Harry. <laughs> <laughs> there's a beautiful moment in um, sixteen beautiful... out of twenty. Not yeah, bad not for a bad. hard one. Dirty bastard. There's a good, there's a really good bit in You're Done Swinging where Harry uses a glider to impale Norman. It's amazing. <laughs> it's really, really Isn't good. It funny how everything just comes around full circle. I think Norman even screams like, "Not again!" But at this point, but at this point, he's Red Goblin, so like he survives it. Yeah, just it's enough to take him out of oh, the, take is. him off the off the board for like it's ten gotta minutes. Suck. Yeah, like it's got to really suck. <laughs> it's great. Oh, go down swinging is really good. Uh, right, Matthew, erogenous zone, Watson. Oh yeah, that's what they call me. <laughs> Dirty bastard. I'll give you a choice. Yes. Would you like to pick Alan Moore? Never. <laughs> the, qu- the quiz. <laughs> the quiz. I'm Alan Moore and I hate oh, everything. I wish I, I and you would did. Uh, Alan Moore. So not Alan Moore. Pass it on Alan Moore. I know. Then. What's the other one? Parodies and homages. Oh! Or the X-Men universe. Brackets. Hard parodies and homages. Parodies and homages. That's page farta art. Page farta <laughs> art. All right. Only fools are Russian. Yep, that's. But I. That's how we ended up doing this thing. Oh. That's beautiful. Thank you. That's my, that my first dance. <laughs> Sung in that exact tone. Yeah, I remember. Oh, Trevor, it's cute. I remember. Oh. Oh, maybe winnings. Oh, maybe. Hey, maybe. Parodies and homages. Matthew Watson. Are you yes. ready? No. Oh. Look, question one. <laughs> Which wannabe super team includes Mr. Furious, the Shoveler, and the Spleen? I love this movie as a little side note. 
Um, it's kind of. <clears throat> Which are the names again? No. <laughs> Shoveler. <No. laughs> Mr. Furious, Mr. Spain. The only like parody team that I can think of off the top of my head is Mystery Men. So it's going to be Mystery Men. You would be correct. It's yeah, Mystery Men. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the parodies and homages. Yes. So keep that umbrella nice. Oh and yeah, oh, homages. Okay, but okay. Yeah, if you've never seen Mystery Men, guys, uh, it's a nice slice of uh, early two thousands nonsense. One I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. I've seen. It's I've one seen of the, bits It's one of those of it. great movies where Ben Stiller's the star, but it's not a Ben Stiller movie. No, it's Ben Stiller and Hakazaria. Hakazaria, and... William H Macy, yeah. Jeffrey Rush is the villain. Yeah, uh, his his characters are called Casanova Frankenstein. There's a guy you can and only... his henchman is played by Eddie Izzard. There's a guy you can only turn invisible when no one's looking. Played by Kel Mitchell. <laughs> Fucking hell. Which is great. Okay. And all it works. Right. I should like check it out works. He actually only turns invisible when no one's looking. It's I remember brilliant. it coming out because there's ads for it in all the comic books. Uh, yeah, they were. I've got some from the like nineties, early two thousands. Mystery Men adds in. Um, here's another question about a movie franchise you definitely love. Okay. In Shrek 2's homage off. to Spider Man's upside down kiss. Okay. What does Shrek have on his face instead of a mask? Is it A? Oh, it's a multiple choice question. Okay. Is it A? Bees. <laughs> B. <laughs> Mod. Why isn't B bees? Or C. Maybe my bees can help. As, as good a visual gag as that would be. <laughs> a Nazi made of bees! <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you seen that bit yet? As that JJ podcast pops up in the game. <laughs> and not, not... Swarm gets a freaking oh, shout out in the Spider-Man hell. game. <laughs> just, um, JJ just yelling, A Nazi made, made of bees! bees. Jesus. <laughs> so good. Um, ah. And Baloo saw that bit. She was like, what? And I was just like, pause. Right, let me tell you about Swarm. <laughs> Knowing Shrek as I do, yeah, it's gonna be mud, isn't it? Because they're always gallivanting around in mud. It is mud. They're making mud angels at the end of Shrek Forever After. You've seen Shrek Forever After? Yeah, it was on TV, and Dad didn't switch it over. Look, it was a bad day. Uh, that's that's when you know you it's, you have run out of ideas. When like you do the um, you do the It's a Wonderful Life film. Yeah, it's like why? Yeah, why? Uh, which actor stars as the Imaginary Captain Excellent in 2009's Paperman, aka Unlikely Hero. Captain Excellent. Mm. Um, so 2009 Paperman. You sure about that? I was quick to jump to that. No, but I've seen Ryan Reynolds on the front of a superhero movie poster on streaming services, and I think it was called Unlikely Hero. Uh... Yes. Ah. Ryan Reynolds. Three for three. He's got like a weird blonde hair. Is that post-Green Lantern? No, pre-Green Lantern. Green Lantern was 2011. Yeah. Um, He's Captain Excellent. Question four. Which MCU mainstay wrote and directed 2010 IndieCom Super? Hashtag rehire James Gunn. Fuck yeah, hashtag. That's weird. In this book published in 2017, the answer says hashtag rehire James Gunn. <laughs> That's really weird. Four for four. Super's great. If, if you haven't seen it, guys. It's so fucking dark, It's though. uncomfortable. Like, and, and it will make be... you feel sad. It will make In, you an feel... An indie comedy is the wrong way to describe it. It will make you feel a bla- something. It's a black comedy. It's a black comedy. It's a black yeah. comedy. Um, but it's got an amazing central performance from Rain Wilson. A really, really unnerving, but uh, adorable, but uncomfortable performance from Alan Page. Yeah. Um, 
Kevin Bacon's pretty good in it. Liv Tyler's pretty good in it. Mm-hmm. Nathan Fillion makes a wonderful cameo in it. Yes. Um, <clears throat> also as a superhero. So yeah, he's done. He's done a few superhero cameos. <clears throat> the old Fillion. He was also Bill Pardy in Slither, which is amazing. Rehire James Gunn. I need to watch Slither, man. Oh, so good. Uh, oh, and what was question five? And what was that movie's exclamatory three-word tagline? Oh, this was all. I'll give you a clue. This was also. Um, I'll double check that his name isn't a bloody question. This was also the Crimson Bolts catchphrase in Super. Shut up, crime. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Shut up, crime. Brilliant. He just hits people with a wrench. I love it. Oh, complete the title. Christ, are you ready for this? Nope. This will test your memory of the uh, 2017 Oscar season. Question six. Complete the title. Birdman or... Fuck me. Um... <laughs> Birdman or... The film The film is mostly known as Birdman, oh. but in the style of Doctor Strangelove, it has a a, a longer title. Where Doctor Strangelove um... is Doctor Strangelove or How We Learn Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. This is Birdman or... <clears throat> something like the art of learning to fly or something ridiculous like that it's the unexpected virtue of ignorance Uh, (laughs) yes of course it is is. five for six five for six not bad true or false Michael Keaton won best actor Oscar for that movie fuck Uh, False. True. Ah! It's true. No, 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 it's true. Your answer was true. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, false. He did not win for Birdman. Uh, can you remember who did win? Uh, if I tell you, if I tell you the actor... 14. If I tell you the actor, do you think you could name the film? Possibly. The actor was Eddie Redmayne. Oh, um... Fucking... <clears throat> uh... The Crimes of Grindelwald. You're yeah, right. The Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Jupiter Rising. Uh, Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, um, the Theory of Everything. With yes. Stephen Hawking, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Secret Seven. Number eight. Name the 2008 superhero parody that stars Kevin Hart, Leslie Nielsen, and Pamela Anderson. Uh, I'll reiterate, none of them are in main roles. It's a superhero movie. Unfortunately, with the, with the dragonfly dude, yeah. Drake Bell, yeah, parodying Fucking the plot of 2002 Spider-Man, and then he goes on to play Spider-Man in Ultimate Spider-Man and uh, Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Fucking hell. yeah, terrible film. I I kept seeing terrible, it. Terrible, terrible movie. It was it was a <clears throat> fairly recent release when I was working at Blockbuster, so I saw the cover a lot, but I never watched it because I, I walked to the cover and went. Oh, look at the gags. The stretchy guy who isn't actually the stretchy guy in the movie is reaching for her boob. And there's someone dressed as Wolverine on the road behind for reasons. That's right. I'm hilarious. I think it's safe to say it's been scientifically proven that Scary Movie and Scary Movie 2 were the only ones in that entire movie experiment that were okay. And yet they keep making them. When did they stop? They kind of, they've kind of no, stopped but they, now. No, but there's always parodies of every... Like, everything has a parody. 
Yeah. Um, oh no, but I mean like that team and that machine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because the, yeah, the yeah. Wayans only really work properly on the first. But two. then you got like Meet the Spartans and yeah, fucking um, and epic movie, epic movie, date movie, disaster movie, uh, <clears throat> fucking uh, uh, vampires suck. Yeah. There's been like is there's a couple of Hunger Games ones that I've seen. Something like um, uh, something like Jan Helsing or something like that's yeah. one. It's just like, what is this? I don't know. It's terrible. I don't know. The problem is though, they suckered everyone in because by the third scary movie, they got Leslie Nielsen involved. Yeah, because it was the guys because Zucker he done yeah were he, involved at some yeah. level. Yeah, so he'd done some stuff with that because he's in superhero movie playing the Uncle Ben role. Did they make an Uncle Ben's rice joke? Uh, I, I don't think they the ever. I don't think they, they ever did, but he keeps like spouting a truisms. Okay. So, eh, I don't remember Kevin Hart was in that movie. Weird. No. What's the name of Bart Simpson's caped alter ego? Uh, Fallout Boy. No, that's that's Radioactive Man's sidekick, Batman. Fuck yeah. In fact, there's a Lego figure of him just to your to your left there. You see him next to Chucky. Oh, yeah. Lego Batman. The Batman. I would have also accepted El Barto, which isn't his superhero, his superhero identity, but it is what he graffitis everywhere. Okay. So I would have accepted right, El cool. Barto. Because um, I'm just generous. <laughs> <laughs> the Tick star, Peter Serafinovich, has a small role in which MCU movie? Guardians of the Galaxy. What a bunch of a-holes. What a bunch of a-holes. When season two coming out for The Tick, I, I dug that. When I finally ploughed through it, I really... They it split feels, season one into two, so... It feels low budget in a way that's really annoying. I've not watched the second part of season one yet, so... Because it's, sure. it's like, if this was five episodes, it would be tighter, and they'd be able to spend more money on stuff, and it yeah. would look better. Yeah. But he's really entertaining. He's so good. And I like the fact the costume between the pilot and the second episode gets a revamp, and they reference it. Like, he shows up at Arthur's apartment, like, the next day, and Arthur's like, did you change your suit? And he's like, hmm? <laughs> and then just move on. And he's like, fair enough. He's so clueless, I love it. <laughs> and he, only at one point in it, he sort of makes a realisation at one point, looking at his reflection in a spoon. That's the, the only reference so far we've had to spoon! <laughs> um, it's really good. I like the fact that it's definitely an adult show. Oh, yeah. But it masquerades as this wacky sort of, like, yeah. family-friendly thing. Like, every now and again, Jackie O'Haley or someone goes, like, the fuck are you doing? And you're like, why are they so... <laughs> Jackie O'Haley is great in it. Spoiler alert, he's in the second half of the series yeah. a lot. I think that's, a, that's the cliffhanger in the first half, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, he's great in it. He's yeah. really, really good. Um, which pair of parodists directed 1997's porno superhero satire... Orgasmo. Oh, uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. <sighs> right, yeah. I, I've got questions. It's about. It's about. <laughs> I mean, the first one is why? Why have you got a uh, a kebab skewer in your beard right because now? I can. Fair enough. Um, it's about a young Mormon <laughs> man who turns to pornography to to pay his bills. Do they have an obsession with Mormons? Uh, yes. I mean, it's paid off 20-odd years after Orgasmo, because, you know, Book of Mormon, yay. I've never seen Orgasmo. I've never seen Book of Mormon. I've seen Book of Mormon, and I've seen... Is Book of Mormon really good? Yes. Yeah. I love the idea that people go, oh, this is wonderful, and the same people would have gone to South Park. This is disgusting. It's like, same guys. 
Same guys. And I believe that the Garden of Eden was in Jackson County, Missouri. I am a Mormon. And Mormons just believe. It's very good. It's just a weird thing that it's like, it's the darling of Broadway. It's the talk of the West End and it contains the lyric, don't fuck the baby. It's coming, to, f- it's coming to Manchester next year. <laughs> we were looking at ticket um, options the other day. Although I think we're prioritising. I think we're thinking if we're going to get tickets, we're going to attempt, attempt to go to Ghost Stories at Hammersmith. Yeah. Um, and we might road trip that. I need to talk to you about that. Off mic! We were thinking, we were thinking of road tripping that group of us going down to do it. Um, but also, we're tempted to buy tickets to Spice Girls. Because that announcement video actually made me feel really happy. And then I showed it to Lou and she was the same. I was like, should we go? Should we go? Oh, you're um, <clears throat> Next question, <laughs> please. Victoria Beckham is. Uh, question 12. What is the avian alias of Woodrow Woody Wilkins? The avian alias of Woodrow Woody Wilkins. Don't worry. I also was like, what? That's not a name from the big two, is it? No, no, no. Just keep in mind, parodies and homages. I'll give you a tiny clue. Well, actually, the question gives you the clue. Avian alias. Yeah, so it's a bird thing. Yeah. I would do it. I have a sneaky suspicion it may be mid-70s Michael Crawford vehicle Condor Man. Well, that's correct. Well done. 11 for 12. Well done. Fuck. Condor Man, bloody hell. I think it's got Michael Crawford in it. I think it might might have. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Who, according to these songs... Sorry, what? Who, mm, according to these song lyrics, yes. is the manliest man, can choke hold a bear, <laughs> but doesn't always pay his taxes? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Who, according to the song, is the manliest man, can choke hold a bear, but doesn't always pay their taxes? Uh, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> who can choke hold a bear? Who uh, who always pays their taxes? Not Batman. <laughs> Lego Batman. Lego no. Batman. Oh, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> no, I would have paid it, officer, but they stole my action comics. Number one. Uh, uh, <laughs> God. God. So that's eleven for thirteen. Lego Batman. What's the title? Of the 2008 feature-length parody, you are shitting me, of 300. We were just talking about this. Meet the Spartans. That's depressing, isn't it? Yeah. Name. 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 All right. Name the Bane-centric comic book arc to which The Dark Knight Rises pays back-breaking homage. Nightfall with a K. Yeah, that is a really dumb question for the parodies and homages section because that's just adaptation. That's got nothing to do with homage. Dark Knight Rises is kind of a parody of it. 
dear one, the lads are two records in, and their minds have snapped. <laughs> Which Will Smith character is effectively Superman with a drinking problem? Oh, Hancock. In a film that starts off really promising and then decides to completely change its genre. I did not like it. I didn't like it at the start. <clears throat> I didn't like it at the end. But he diddled it, did he liked it? He diddled it, did he liked it a lot? Oh, fucking hell. Next. Um, complete the meta line from Deadpool. Please don't make the super suit... Hmm? Or... Hmm. Animated or green? I'll green take that. Animated. I'll take that. It's green or animated. Yeah. I'll take that. Yes. Um, talking of super suits, <laughs> which Marvel movie is this line from? What would you prefer? Yellow spandex? Or the first X-Men movie. X-Men 2000, indeed. Directed by Brian, alleged sexual misconductor, Sanger. <laughs> Who made a Queen movie boring. Fucking hell. G-Girl is the central character of which G-Girl. Ivan Reitman directed comedy. G-Girl. G-Girl. And I'll tell you this for now, it is not Ivan Reitman's finest hour. <laughs> It is a oh, um, terrible movie. Uh, my uh, super ex girlfriend. Yep, that's the one. I've, I've never seen Thurman it. And I've never seen Uma it. Thurman and that guy who's in so Jason. Jason Sudeikis. No, Jason. No, it's the one who's in. Which one? The one who's in Enchanted. Um... Oh Christ! What's his name? Jason. Little little, little thingy face. Little, little, little who do you mean Jason Voorhees? Ned- <laughs> Jason and the Argonauts? Jason Voorhees! Jason... Oh, no, it isn't. No, we're thinking of the wrong person. It's Luke Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that famous Jason, Luke yeah, Wilson. Luke Wilson. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking hell, Chris. Oh, my God. It also stars Anna Faris, which is never a sign of quality. Wow. Sorry, Anna Faris. Wow. Very talented, very funny. Not Fucking in good movies. shots fired. She's talented as hell, but she's never in good shots films. fired. Ever. Eddie Izzard, who's not always in good He's films. He's very rarely in good films. Rain Wilson, yay. Wanda Sykes, yay. Yeah. Um, it's a good cast, but... I think there's yeah. a tame apart like warm bread. <laughs> Okay, you eight. You are now. You're seventeen for nineteen. Oh, last question. This could score you an eighteenth point yes. and win the Super Bowl. <laughs> win the football. Win all the balls for all the balls. <laughs> okay. Which watery cartoon sequel sees its character? <laughs> oh, that question. <laughs> that question. Watery cartoon sequel. Okay. Which watery cartoon <laughs> sequel sees its characters transform into the likes of? The Invincible, Mr. Super Awesomeness, Ugh. and Sir Pinchalot. Oh, um... Now, I will only accept the full title of this movie. Oh, uh, I know it's the Spongebob movie where they're all superheroes, but I have no idea what it's called. Um... Because even Spongebob had to cash in on superheroes, guys. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll give you, it was the sequel, I'll give you. It's the Spongebob movie, Sponge Out of Water. Oh, that's not as that's not as good as I thought it might be. Mm, so many of the times I don't know why I thought with. it would be good. Period. But firework just went off in refusal to agree with you. 
18 out of 20 for parodies and homages. Da, 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 da. Let's do another quick one each. Go on, let's do a quickie. All right. Dirty bastard. We'll, we'll fire through these. Okay, 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 okay! I disagree. Um, <laughs> I'll, give, I'll, give, I'll give you a wee choice. Dirty. Would you like Stan Lee? Okay. Or Frank Miller? Mm, I'll be honest, I'm more au fait with Stan out of those two. So I'll Frank take Miller there. No! Yeah. <laughs> okay, Stanley. Um, oh Frank Miller, first question. In what, who, did, In, who did Frank Miller offend with this one? How work? many prostitutes <laughs> does it take to change a light bulb? Is he retarded? Um, is he dense? Is he the <laughs> goddamn Batman? <laughs> Alright, question one. In which 1989 TV movie did Stanley make his first on screen Marvel cameo? One more time. Which eighty nine? In TV which nineteen eighty nine TV movie did Stanley make his first on screen Marvel cameo? Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Oh, out of the gates, roaring! Correct? Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. Because yeah, yeah. it was either that or Death of the Incredible Hulk. Um, <laughs> like a fucking, uh, fucking greyhound out of the trap. <laughs> like Rocket Racer. Yeah, Rocket Racer. <laughs> Roxy Rocket. Or Overdrive. Question two. Roxy Rocket. The oh. Wizard. Uh, question two: <laughs> How does Lee mispronounce Tony Stark in Captain America: Civil War? Is it A. Tony Stank, B. Tiny Stark, or C. Bony Farts? It's Tony Stark. Did they wrote Bony Farts? They wrote Bony Farts <laughs> in this book. Someone wrote Bony Farts. Someone signed off on that. An editor went, "That's okay. Let's do that." Bony Farts. Total film. Uh, question three. Lee has his name above the title of which James Nesbitt starring drama series? Lucky Man. He does indeed. Stan Lee's Lucky Man. Stan Lee's Lucky Man. Question four. Whom does Tony Mistake stand for in the first Iron Man? In the first one, Hugh Hefner. And question five. Whom does he mistake him for in Iron Man 2? Larry King. Yeah. (laughs) Question six. In Thor... If you you watch the episode of Larry King's podcast on YouTube where it's him and Stan Lee. Okay. Because it is weird. It's like... Are you the same human being, but yes, one has are. a moustache? They are. It's really strange. Um, question <laughs> six. In Thor, which object does Lee attempt to pull out of the ground with his pickup truck? Mjolnir. Yes. Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Question seven. True or false? In the Big Bang Theory episode, the Excelsior Acquisition, Lee wears Spider-Man pyjamas. I'm going to say False. And you'd be right. Good. I can't see them ever getting him out of do, his yellow sweater and white shirt combo. You, no, he was wearing pyjamas. Oh. Let me guess. Superman. Nope. Oh. Was it someone from the Distinguished Competition? Nope. Oh. It was a Stanley creation. Oh. Hulk. Nope. Iron Man. Nope. The X-Men. Nope. Thor. Nope. Fucking no. Fantastic Four. All right. Okay. Um, question 8 what nickname does Lee call Thor in Avengers Age of Ultron Goldilocks so close oh go on Blondie Blondie okay (laughs) 7 for 8 question (laughs) 9 in which Marvel movie does Lee play a librarian oblivious to the epic fight going on behind him the amazing Spider-Man in the movie's 
one really good scene. <laughs> Very correct. Um, I remember that you... cameo happening in the cinema and everyone's in the cinema going, hey! hey! And then pissing themselves when the table nearly hits him and he it's just walks good. out listening to music. Yeah, It's a good cameo. The, the, his cameo in Amazing Spider-Man 2 is dreadful by comparison. Yes. I know that guy! Haha, <laughs> we get it, it's Stan Lee. Yes. We get it. It's Stan <laughs> the Lee. Um, Stanley Lieber Question 10 In one of his cameos Lee is turned away from the nuptials Ah, Of which long term Marvel couple Uh, Reed Richards and Sue Storm It's in Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer Their superhero names please Oh, uh, Miss Fantastic and the Invisible Woman Yes you're very good at this In reference reference to uh, the issue where they get married And Stanley and Jack Kirby are being turned away from the wedding Yep Because they're not on the guest list Very true um, question 11 is it? yes must it be? yes alright uh, <laughs> I can go out of order if you like no, no, then we get very confused hit me, hit me with your best shot complete, hit me with your best shot no, complete no, the quip no. from Captain America the first Avenger I thought he'd be A wider B skinnier or C taller taller why would he say I thought he'd be wider because you've got to be multiple choice questions alright and yes, it is taller. You, you, you know you're right. You're 10 for 11. Question 12. <laughs> In which Marvel movie does Lee initially appear as a painted portrait? Initially appear as a painted portrait? Yes. Marvel movie? Yes. Oh. Not MCU movie. Yeah, it's pre-MCU, isn't it? During oh. MCU. During MCU. Yes. Post-Disney acquisition. <clears throat> so it's a Fox movie. Post-Disney mm. acquisition. So it's a Fox movie. It's definitely not a Fox movie, so Christopher. It's not, so it's not an X-Men film. It's definitely post-Disney right. acquisition. So it is MCU. No. Wait. Hang on. It's a mo- so it's not an MCU it's a movie, movie but, yeah. based on a Marvel property right, so that's not movie. an MCU movie right. that was released yeah. and produced yes. after the <laughs> Disney acquisition. The oh Dis- shit, Big Hero 6! <laughs> So it's a Disney... That's what was confusing me. I thought you meant like in that era. I didn't no. realize you meant Disney movie. It's Big Hero Disney. 6. Because he's Fred's dad and he appears after the credits in a post credit scene. I wear him front. I wear him back. I wear him inside out. I wear him back. He yells you. Apparently he reprises that role in the animated series. I so. I've not seen it. Question 13. I wonder how knackered he sounds. Question 13. <laughs> question 13. That's a weird question. Lee doesn't appear in any of the solo Wolverine movies. True or false? True. It is true. Hmm. You're 13 for 14. Hmm. No, 12 for 13. But you could be 13 to 14 with this next question, which is in fact... (laughs) Question 14. Which Marvel character is Lee standing next to when he says, I guess one person can really make a difference? Enough said. Uh, Peter Parker in Times Square in Spider-Man Three. Hey, because it was the it was the first gratuitous Lee cameo where it was like they're making a point of him standing out. Yeah, Stan, ha, ding, Stan, um, and then out. he and then he and then he says enough said. He gets to say his catchphrase. One of his catchphrases. Enough said. Um, Go belly me. Question. Oh, yeah, Lee. Question fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> 
In 2007. True. Lee <laughs> played a bus driver in which non-Marvel superpower-themed TV show? 2007 non-Marvel superpower-themed TV show. It was a TV series, superpowers-based, Heroes. Correct. Yeah. I've not seen the cameo. I just literally put the year together and superheroes was like what tv series about superheroes with it heroes everybody watch you heroes. don't need to watch any heroes no don't watch you any especially heroes especially don't need to watch any of the recent heroes reborn mm. that's dog shit <clears throat> which was um, in one series and then it disappeared yeah. again question 60 <clears throat> to date lee has appeared in two kevin smith directed movies yes name them <laughs> Uh, mole rats yeah. and yoga hoses. Correct. I've still not seen yoga hoses. Neither have I. It was on Netflix, and then I put it in my list, and then I came back to it a month later, and it was gone. Someone. And it's still not a UK distribution, so you can't get it on DVD over here. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. <sighs> it's not Kevin. T- it just took a year Kevin, to Kevin, get distribution Kevin. in the UK. Question seventeen. I'm glad it did because it's mental. Question seventeen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in which Marvel movie does he cameo as a strip club? DJ. <laughs> Deadpool. Give it up for chastity! <laughs> <laughs> Question 18. Which of these is not a Lee catchphrase? Is it A. Excelsior B. Nafsed or C. What are they going to write? Here we go. Keep on flying! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and remember kids... Keep on flying. <laughs> I'd love for you to host Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. <laughs> so when it comes up to a really obvious false answer, you just start pissing yourself. <laughs> Remember, kids, keep on trucking. I think we can take that as a given. Uh, question 19. Don't do blow. You stupid hoe. Keep on flying. <laughs> Question 19. Exceptionally. <laughs> Exceptional. <laughs> In question... Inconceivable. In... You keep using that word. I do I not think, think it means what you think it means. <laughs> In one of his cameos, Lee is saved from a road accident by a younger version of which Marvel hero? Daredevil. Yes. It was the first cameo where I really noticed him. I was like, oh shit, that's Stan Lee. Because he, he has that really nice moment where he, he just puts the, his cane out in front of him and he's reading the paper. And he loves it. And he keeps crossing the road and he loves the paper and looks at the blanket. He's like, wait, wait, huh? And it's just like, oh, it's Stan Lee. It's the guy who created Daredevil. That's cool. Question 20. No. Yeah, right. Lee <laughs> dispenses dating advice. Oh, Jesus. Ask for her number, you moron. Oh, in a deleted, deleted scene, scene from, from which, which MCU, MCU movie? movie? The Avengers. Yay! <laughs> you are 19 for 20. Do I get to live another day? Yes, you also get to ask me 20 questions before we finish Fan shitting tactics. Oh yeah! But the question is, which topic will you choose? Out of... Is that your final answer? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Quotes hard. <laughs> or Batman hard. <laughs> oh, it's such a hard, hard 
bad decision. Um, You're watching Orgasmo on the Big Damn quotes Show. because Ooh. I want you to do them in silly voices. Oh. <laughs> it's a legal requirement. I fucking walked into that one. Hey! Hey! <laughs> quotes. Excellent. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Excel spreadsheets. Oh, this is interesting. So they're not straight up quotes, some of these. Okay. Hit me with Okay. Some. You've got me. Who's got you? Who are the me and the you referring to? Who's got me? Who's got you? You've got me? Who's got you? If you don't get this one, you're going to kick yourself. It's... (laughs) It's a... It's a... It's a... It's a... It's a... It's a bat. No, it isn't. I don't know. You've got me. Who's got you? Um... It's really played for cutesy laughs, that moment. It's really funny. It's the first time you get to see this character properly in oh, action. Oh, it's fucking Superman 78. It's it's Lois and, and, uh, and <clears> Superman. <throat> You've got me. Who's got you? Who's got the helicopter? Fucking hell. You've got me. Who's got you? Um, oh, God. And, but now you want to watch that movie again, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Especially... Uh, Lex Luthor, no, the greatest criminal mind of a generation. <laughs> oh, Margot Kidder. Oh... Coked up and loving it. Oh, uh, the, allegedly, don't speak ill of the dead. She wasn't ill. She was fucking coked up. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, love Miles Kidder. Um, we do. We aren't kidding. How many peas in rapist? Uh, that's a quote from the movie. That's a quote from the movie. For those of you who want context, okay. Excellent. That is a quote from Superman the movie. How many peas in, in rapist? rapist? Fucking hell. Christ. Question two. Who says how many peas in rapist? Okay, question two. Fucking hell. At the end of Captain America, the first Avenger. Yes. When Nick Fury asks Cap if he's going to be okay, what's his response? I will take, I'll take the line paraphrased, but it has to be along the same lines. You're going to be okay? And Cap says. Excelsior. (laughs) I love, I love the mood shift in that final yeah, two minutes of that yeah, movie. Weird, that is impressive. It? It's really sort of like, what the hell? Because it's so period piece the entire time. There's no hint that it's going to yeah. be anything but that. And then that just, whoosh, quick switch at the end. Because the post-credits for Cap was just um, a teaser trailer for Avengers Assemble, wasn't it? It's it, a teaser trailer that'd be like, and here's what's coming next. It was the, um, no, it was the Tesseract. <clears throat> no, it's at Thor. Oh. Yeah, Loki, oh, yeah, Loki, Selvig, Loki and Selvig's um, reflections at the end of Thor. Because mid-credits on Thor is... Is there mid credits on Thor? No, it must have been. It must have been uh, First Avenger because Thor came out before Captain America. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. But that's thinking because that's what was weird about Thor. Like Loki dies, unquote, and then like five minutes later, at the end of the credits, they confirm no, Slurrell. Selvig and the Tesseract is at the end of First Avenger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that the mid credits on First Avenger and then post? Because I'm sure the post credits on First Avenger is just an Avengers teaser trailer. Oh no, yeah, it's in the punching bag, isn't it? Yeah, it's like... It's, actually, get, it's just a straight-up scene from the event. Trying to get me back in the world? 
trying to save it. Trying to save it. Um, can you remember the final lines okay. from... I'm just going to beat off here. Whack this off. Um, yeah, Betty, sure. Betty I don't know. Uh, oh, I can't give you that. It's, yeah, yeah, I just... I had a date. Oh, oh god that's very good he better be freaking time stoned into like being at that bar I will, that's what I want in Infinite in 4 I want him to go and be taken to an alternate whatever or times rewritten for him personally and I want it to be Peggy sat there devastated at the bar and Steve fucking rocks up that's what I want his last scene Gets to be to live out eternity in the soul stone be, um, oh no no! Just change time. Just just have it so that they get time. They get to do it because it's been hinted at in the visions that he got in Age of Ultron. It's time to go to time. <clears throat> it's time to go to time. <laughs> Don't be stupid, friend. <laughs> Which movie opens with the lines "Who am I"? You sure you want to know? Oh, the Spider-Man, Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Why am I checking the answers? <laughs> Which Who line is not spoken by Bane sure. in Batman parody movie The Dark Knight Rises? <laughs> <laughs> Which line is not spoken by Bane? Yeah? Okay. A. I'm necessary evil. Okay. B. I'm an agent of chaos. Or C. Pieces cost you your strength. Oh, an agent of chaos. Because that's one of Joker's lines from Dark Knight. Yeah, well, I just say that, that explicitly, but yes, of chaos. I'm like a dog chasing cars. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do if I can't run in my tiny muzzle. And it's all a lie. <laughs> he knows exactly what he's doing. Did it for a goyle. Which comic book hero claims to have famously large turds? I, that's wrong. It's famously huge turds. It's Drax. It is Drax the Destroyer. <laughs> I have famously huge turds. Complete the quote. If you don't complete this quote, we're getting a divorce. Okay. You and I. All right. Complete the quote. Never rub another man's. <laughs> Never rub another man's rhubarb. God, I love it. I love it so much. I have a mind makes a moogie. What does that mean, Jack? Make a moogie. What does that mean? <laughs> I've never looked up to see what what they give him in that. I have a mind. Make some moogie. What does that mean, Jack? Oh god, that's terrifying. Ah, it's weird, isn't Um, it? I'm so glad. I'm so glad that they've sort of this has become a bit of a dying art. The movie adaptation, oh, that still happens. Force Awakens got a Marvel comic adaptation, but they happen like months after the film comes out, and it's usually based on the novelizations. There's more stuff in it. Yes. Um, look at him. That's terrifying, isn't it? Looking it up. Is it say around there? Uh, this town. No. I think it's his previous scene. I think it's his previous scene. It doesn't have every scene, by the way, from the film. Just most uh, of them. No, no, it's not no, in the comic. It's not in the comic. They miss out. I have a mind makes a movie. <laughs> I have a mind to make a movie. Has this got Batman Forever in it? It's got it? all four films in it. Oh, right? mate! That is bad. That's true. That? That's a glorious like Arkham Asylum, and then you look at every other page in Batman Forever, and you're I like, "I've had this." Oh God, no! 
Oh god, no! My glasses! The only one of those adaptations, like comic book movie adaptations that I've ever really liked is there was a Hulk one for 2003. And the only reason I liked it is because it was Mark Bagley art. So it was just really good. Oh, check out that John Glover. That's very good! That's a pretty good John Glover. I'm afraid uh, you'll have to die. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Oh god. Right. Okay. Who likes their white Russians without ice, vodka, or Kahlua? Just milk. Mm-hmm. Catwoman. Yes! Terrible movie. Both of them. Mel Gibson, Dolph Lundgren, Kira Knightley, all three of them, actually. Dolph, Mel Gibson, Dolph Lundgren, Kira Knightley. What's the connection that links them? I mean, the clue is they're obviously mentioned in a quote, because this is the round quotes. Um... Dolph Lundgren, Mel Gibson, Kira Knightley. Oh, it's uh, <clears throat> Deadpool teasing the casting for Cable in the post-credits of the first movie. <laughs> yeah. Anyone with a really defined chin. <laughs> Mel Gibson, Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> Kira Knightley. Um, which superhero asks, do you fondue? Do you fondue? Do you fondue? Uh, Captain America of Peggy and Howard. Fuck yes. In Captain America, the foist Avenger. Fuck yes. The first Excelsior. <laughs> I wouldn't go in there for 20 minutes. Name the film and the character. Fuck. Um... <laughs> I wouldn't go in there for 20 minutes. That's your clue. That's your clue. Trevor Slattery slash the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. Yes. <laughs> No capes is the mantra of which character? Egnamode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, what, according to Hellboy, the comic books never get right? I think this is a oh. dig at Mike Mignola. Um. <laughs> obviously, obviously an approved dig at Mike Mignola. What do the comic books never get right? The, the feet? No, the legs? The legs? They never get the legs right. The 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 eyes right? They never get the eyes right. I don't know. I can't remember. I'll give you that. It's the eyes. Is it the eyes? It's the eyes. Mostly because obviously Elboy's eyes are like bright yellow in the comics and in the film he's got baby blues. Yes. Um, but you're right. His legs are human legs. Yes. In the comic. In, in the film. And they're goat legs in the comic. Um... He's fast and she's weird. Which two characters are being described? Scarlet Witch <laughs> and Quicksilver. Yeah. Name the spin-off single from Superman derived from Lois Lane's voiceover. The spin-off single. You'll believe a man can fly. No, it's... Who's got you? <laughs> <laughs> How many peas in red? Keep on flying! <laughs> Keep on flying! The Stanley story! Um, Unauthorised and unofficial! And uncut! Mm. Uh, I don't know if you're going to get this one. You might. I'm not. Can you read my mind? Was the name of the time single. I have no idea what the fuck that is. You come from the sky. That is the one scene in that movie I genuinely am like, the hell is going on here? Wow. I can forgive the time travel stuff, like, because of that scene. Um, Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, because at least time travel stuff's got some really sort of raw, like, interesting emotion going on where he, like, screams and he shoots up into the air. Um, which of these quotes is not by Lego Batman? Okay. I have aged phenomenally. <laughs> I have incredible reflexes. <laughs> Chicks dig the car. Chicks dig the car. <laughs> That's from an actual Batman movie. Bonus point. What movie? Batman Forever. Is it? Yeah. It's the car, right? Chicks took the car. Yeah, when Chase Meridian's yeah. first talking to him when he arrives. Yeah. When he's got when he's got the Schumacher version of the Burton suit. Because he wears it for like... Let's for take half, off. He wears it for like half of the movie. More than that. Until the very end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, Christ. When he gets the sonar suit. Fucking <laughs> Butt And they've still got nips. I might watch that. Movie. <clears throat> I'm in the movie. That one forever is great. It's, it's not a great good. movie. It's terrible. But it's really it's fun. actually really good. <clears throat> Get out. Venom. Um, <laughs> which character wants for her birthday a Benchmade Model 42 butterfly knife? Hit girl. Fuck yeah, hit girl. Um, what apparently is Deadpool's favourite George Michael song? Uh, What's it fucking called? I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty feeling, got no rhythm. Um... <laughs> What's it fucking called? Careless Whisper. Yes. <laughs> what does it mean? That one. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. According to Nick Fury, Ultron multiply, multiplies faster than... This is a fucking great line, actually. <clears throat> From Sam Jackson's, like, three scenes in that movie. According to Nick Fury, Ultron multiplies faster than... Rabbits in a rabbit hut. I'll give you that. It's a Catholic rabbit. <laughs> That's actually a really good line. Age of Ultron. It, it has not it stuck with me. It ain't as bad as you remember, folks. Go no. and give it a watch. Um, which film ends with the line, Merry Christmas, Alfred. Goodwill to all men. Oh, Batman Returns. And women. Batman Returns. And they had that reshot, that scene at the end of... It cost them like a million yeah. dollars to do it because they had to rig up the model and like all that. And they couldn't this, get this, the like, back, so they just put someone in the Catwoman suit. In the back of their head, yeah. yeah. Because basically, last minute they went, we want to, we want to hint that she's alive, even though, how the could she be? Nine lives, baby. No supernatural cat bullshit. <laughs> um, a mountain just go windmill. <laughs> no, which is Lucy's favourite way of saying no. Um, There's a dark joke there. I'm not gonna. And finally, <laughs> when asked what he's a professor of in X two, what does Wolverine respond? What are you a professor of, Mr. Logan? Hair. No! <laughs> but that would be great. Claws. No! Knives. It's in, it's in, Bobby's, house. It's in Bobby's house, isn't it? It's like, um, she's like, what are you a professor of, Mr. Logan? Jim. No. I don't know, I can't remember. Art. Oh, okay. <laughs> I haven't seen X2 for so long. Worth a rewatch. Is oh, it? Yes, for Brian Cox. I couldn't get through for, it. For Brian Cox. I, I rewatched X-Men, the first one. Worth a rewatch. Year, for, Brian, get it. for Brian Cox and the opening White House sequence. Oh, yeah. Which is, is pretty so spectacular. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Um, <clears throat> and the raid on the mansion, because it was, oh, it was the closest we got until The Wolverine. 
of a scene where Wolverine was actually duffing people up and it was really sort of like, there he is! Properly berserker. Yeah. Like, that scene in the mansion is really freaking cool. Especially he stabs the guy up against the fridge. He's just screaming at him and he just pulls back. And it's like, oh, well, there he is. There's Wolverine. So what we can take away with that is I could have done better at my quotes. But you did coin uh, Stan Lee's newest catchphrase, which we will be petitioning to appear in all of his upcoming cameos. And remember, keep on flying. (laughs) Gregarian. (laughs) What are you saying? Magnanimous. (laughs) Unilaterally. Why is our Stan Lee turning into Gilbert Godfrey? <laughs> the Stan Lee story, starring Gilbert Godfrey as Stan Lee. Listen, the show's going to be a little all over the place until after Christmas now. Um, because with what with Chris doing the old Padso in the old Lincoln. Um, so... Get your tickets from New Theatre All Lincoln.co.uk. Yes, yes. Uh, keep sending your emails. We'll get to them when we a normal service has been resumed. Until then, you can get us on the usual channels at Big Damn Cast on Twitter, Big Damn Contact at gmail.com. I'll be carrying on with um, Adventures in Backlog. I have no idea what we'll do at this point because I have no idea when this is going out. Um, <laughs> but you can always and... check live streams and recordings on twitch.tv slash Big Damn Stream and on the Big Damn channel on YouTube. To right. Um, yes. So that's it for now. Until then. No idea what next episode's going to be. No idea if it's going to be a pre-record or, or, or recorded with us roughly around the right time. We'll find out. But if Stanley could not pass away between oh, now... Fucking hell, that would be the and worst. And when this episode comes out, that'd be great. That'd but, be great, Stan. But just in case, let's say his catchphrase, as we all know... <laughs> <laughs> Keep on flying, Excelsior! (laughs) Jafar!